Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Thank you once again for joining us on our podcast, Redeemed, uh, where we've been going over topics from Ephesians 5 about what it means to live a life as a redeemed Christian and how that plays out in a Christian's personal life and how that should look. Um, the last few topics we've talked about have been greed, and then after that we talked about the way we uh, the way we talk, and the, not just the way we talk, but the way our tone and things are when we are talking. And how that can either be a very destructive point or it can be a point where we can actually build people up and lead people to Christ. Which is the ultimate goal of Redeemed Christian, is just to lead people to Christ. So on, on this episode of our podcast, we're going to be looking at Ephesians 5 again, but it's going to be verse 3. And it says, But among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity. Impurity. That's kind of the word that uh, I, I, want, I want to kind of camp out on. That's what I want to talk about. What is it? What is impurity and what does that mean? And then, from a redeemed Christian's life, how can we avoid being that impure person? Because I feel like in our, uh, in, in our world on a daily basis, I'm constantly bombarded by impure things. And when I'm talking about impure things, I mean sinful things. And it just seems like no matter where you turn, it is constantly, constantly there. I do have another guest with us on the show uh, today. Um, his, he's actually my dad. He's also the pastor of E. Kelsey Baptist Church, Ricky Fife. And uh, so uh, we're going to get his opinion on, on this as well. So thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for letting me be here. So what are your thoughts on impurity, those type of things? Well, that passage in Ephesians uh, that you referred to, uh, really starts out with uh, be imitators of God, therefore as dearly loved children, understanding who you are in Christ, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice unto God. And so when I'm thinking about the idea of purity, uh, for me anyway, it's, uh, it's what's in the bottle. Uh, I do homemade ice cream. It's one of the things I love to put together. And uh, there's a real difference in the ice cream that I make with imitation vanilla and the ones that I make with real, pure vanilla. And uh, we want to be the real deal. And to be the real deal, we have to be what Christ is talking about there in the first verses, uh, that, that agent of love, understanding God's love, living God's love, and being loved by Him and loving the world around us. Uh, in the area of battling the mind like you were uh, referring to for purity as you kind of initiated that to get us to that place. Um, I think if Romans, the 12th chapter, where it tells us there not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Mm -hmm. So it's not always just about what we take out of our minds. It's what we put in our minds that makes uh, a lot of difference. 
And we also, in that process, I think, have to remember um, that we have an enemy who's doing all that he can to distract and to feed into our mind in various ways. He does it through the world. Um, he does it through the people that are, that are around us. And some folks think he can speak directly to our minds. I'm not sure about that. But um, at any rate, he uh, certainly can read our motions and uh, know where we're at and what we're looking at or what we're thinking on a, a myriad of, of levels and throw something our way mm -hmm. to try to trip us up and get our minds to go a direction that is opposite of what God wants us to go. It's it's a huge battle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I and I believe, it's, it's like you were talking about, it's a battle that you have to fight every single day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because our world does bombard us with sin and, and impure things all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and if you get up in the morning and just think you're just going to have just, just a normal day and don't renew your mind or don't get in the Word then you're going to be a defeated Christian within the first few hours of your day. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. So you have to be on your guard. You have to be ready to fight that battle. It's not one of those things that we can just put our brain into neutral and just let it go. Because if we do that, then we're going to definitely be going down some paths we don't want to go. Mm -hmm. It's a constant battle, and it is for our mind. Um, in the Bible, it talks about uh, armoring up, putting on the spiritual armor of God. And... Part of that, part of what it's talking about there, is putting on that spiritual armor so that we can fight this battle. So that when the lies and the things the devil come at us, those impure things, those impure thoughts, we can take them captive and combat them with scripture and things from the Bible, so that we manage to stay in that in that pureness that he's talking about in Ephesians five. Paul talks about that. I'm totally on that page with you. Um, take every thought captive and make it uh, obedient to Christ and. Uh, Certainly a part of that is going to start when we get up in the morning and put the right stuff in our mind. Uh, the Word, if we meditate on it, it tells us in Proverbs, is going to direct our paths so that we won't get tripped up. So that's important. I think another thing to think about maybe in the whole process of the mind is uh, uh, sometimes people's past gets in the way. Past experiences that they've had. Uh, all kinds of triggers that the devil can mm -hmm. throw at us, just things that will recreate experiences for us or recreate thought patterns that'll throw us into a tailspin and cause us to be in a place that we don't want to be spiritually or emotionally or some other way. And uh, those are difficult ones to take captive if you don't recognize those triggers mm -hmm. so that you can all oh, back off a minute and say, hey, wait a minute, there's a lie from the enemy that I, I need to deal with and uh, I've already forgiven that situation or dealt with it in this way or that way and uh, I'm not going to go back there today. Um, you can get hung up all day long in uh, something as simple as a trigger uh, that the devil puts in front of you to, uh, to mess you up again. So it's a big deal. There's a lot of different aspects and, uh, and ways the devil comes at us. Um, you know, on a personal level, I like to I like to start out just like you said with the Word of God every day, and it's a it's a good thing to do a scripture um, memorization where you're just uh, going over a verse maybe a hundred or so times a day, and uh, using uh, scripture saturation that way to get your mind back on track. That's one of the things my wife does all the time mm -hmm. in a lot of situations. Yeah, my wife does the same thing. As a matter of fact, she's got scriptures. Uh, taped to the bathroom windows and stuff mm -hmm. and she's doing gen just general tasks around the house yep. she's going over those scriptures 
she's just constantly renewing her mind, her renewing her mind, fighting that battle on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And I and that really is the key. It's something that you have to fight on a daily basis. No better place to renew your mind than the Word. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because ultimately, the goal that once again we're, we're trying to achieve as a redeemed Christian is to get to that point where we hear, of course, well done, good and faithful servant, but more than that, so that the character and the things in our lives reflect Christ. You know what I'm saying? If we have all that impurity in our lives, we're not going to reflect Christ the way we should. Mm-hmm. So we have to try to get that stuff out of there so that we can can show the world the difference that Jesus can make in our life. And ultimately, I mean, it's like you said with the past things, if we can work through those impurities and get those out of there, we can also live a free life. Mm-hmm. Which is that, I think that kind of plays into that abundant life that uh, Jesus talks about. You know what I'm saying? Living that life of love, you know, that he talks about in the first part of that verse. Um, that's what we want to do, uh, not only for the world. I mean, it's great. Uh, for the witness, but it's also the place we want to live, mm-hmm. is to live in that place mm-hmm. of love, place of peace and joy and all of those other mm-hmm. fruits of the Spirit. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the on the show today. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. I always enjoy doing things uh, with my dad. Uh, I've always had a lot of respect for him, so this was this has been fun. So, fun for me, too. Thanks for inviting me. So thanks. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. As, as we close out our episode, thank you once again for joining us. Um, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, East Kelso Baptist Church. Uh, on Facebook, we post our, our sermons weekly. Uh, and then we also have a, have a, uh, a website, eastkelsobaptistchurch.com. We have the uh, scripture reading plan and more information about us. And then if you want to, come, come join us live at 8 o'clock on uh, Sunday mornings and 945. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next time.